Hello and welcome to the My Spectrum Life podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm an autism mom and with me is my lovely co-host Kelsey. How are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing doing better. Recovery keeps on a trucking, so life is good. <laughs> hey, as you can tell by my background, I'm in a new spot now. And that means Yay. I have climbed. I'm upstairs. I've climbed the steps. I'm in our... <laughs> I'm in our, what we're, we're, it's my husband's office for our home business, but we're calling it our studio. <laughs> so you made it up to the studio. That's awesome. Yes. So that's, that is actually a goal uh, that I've accomplished now. So it's good. Yay. So yeah. how's that make you feel? It's good, but then I'm overwhelmed because, um, I have a room that is our school room and my craft room and the stuff like that. Wow. I walked in there and it was like after six weeks of not being in there and I was like oh no I am in so much trouble as as uh my mom says you just need to put on the husband eye uh glasses have you ever seen that video there's a video oh. where the trash can's completely full and uh -huh. the husband comes around and says no it's not and so she there's glasses that she puts on and it mimics the husband's <laughs> and she goes, look at the trash can and it's not full. So you need to put on the husband's glasses when you walk through your room. <laughs> it's completely put away in everything. So. <laughs> Derek's over here shaking his head. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, goodness. Oh, well, um, as you guys saw from her, <laughs> we'll get actually back to reality. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Um, as you saw from our little post today, um, we're going to be talking a little about self-care and how important that is. Um, I was thinking that after, I mean, we talked to my daughter, then we talked to my husband, then we talked to my autistic son. And then it's like, you know what? I can't leave us as autism moms out or you as a therapist out and the, and what we need to do to help ourselves. Um, and I thought, and even right now, I mean, it's so, so important, um, that we do something for ourselves, mm -hmm. which is the definition of self-care. So, Correct. um, and we were going to, instead of, let's see, I guess the way to introduce this is instead of being so much on the teaching end of things, mm -hmm. we decided to go more on the practical side. Yes. And so we're going to do our term of the day, I guess, is what we're going to call it now, maybe. Term of the day. I don't know. Of the day. Uh, something. We'll play with that a little bit. Um, so what's our word today? Comorbidity. Mm. Um, Can you? Comorbid or comorbidity? Comorbidity. Thank you. Uh -huh. um, this means when you have two diagnoses together. And it can... Okay. Or more. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's like, so for instance, um, a lot of times you'll find, um, well, autistic children will be, uh, very anxious a lot. Mm -hmm. So you'll find that, um, you'll get a, a diagnosis of autism and mm -hmm. generalized anxiety disorder. Correct. Um, or autism oh. and intellectual disability, like or autism and ADHD or, mm -hmm. and sensory processing disorder or what have you. Correct. Um, a lot of different things. Um, 
And that kind of falls into some of the stuff I was, we well, we were both researching today about um, stress levels. Correct. So if back in 2009 or 2010, I think the, the study was actually published in 2010. Is that Correct. Is that what you it saw? Was, yes, 2010. Um, so the university, I think it was the University of Wisconsin-Madison or something like that. Um, well, cons, yes. yes. Um, I'm pulling from, I read so many things and actual, <laughs> um, I actually like read through the whole study of a couple of these. So, yeah. Math is over blown in your head right now statistically and overwhelmed statistics and because of this and that and blah 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 there was a lot of technical you know it's a technical the actual study paper and there's okay. a lot of technical stuff in it so um but there is a um there was a meme that came out that talked about the stress level of autism moms and combat soldiers okay um what i when i got to i read through all this stuff <laughs> And I scrolled and I scrolled and I scrolled. I found at the bottom, <laughs> they were actually checking cortisol levels. And cortisol is? Um, it's the chemical that is released in your body that has to deal with stress. And I can't remember ex the scientific. Anyway, so it was talking about the actual cortisol profile. Okay. Um, and... This is what it said. It says, this cortisol profile, then there was a little bit in there about the jargon that, so this cortisol profile is similar to findings on other groups experiencing chronic stress, including parents of children with cancer, combat soldiers, Holocaust survivors, and individuals suffering from PTSD. Wow. So, wow. Wow. Every time I even hear that similar so that means autism moms and those who are survivors or ptsd so you're telling me that the levels are very similar yeah as the same as if you even went through combat yeah the cortisol profile is the levels are very similar so you know i've thought about that before once i've seen that and i thought okay so how does that actually you know the correspondence of a combat soldier and an autism mom. Right. So like a very extremely loose comparison. Mm -hmm. Soldiers have to be very vigilant and very aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. We as autism moms have to do the same thing. We do not go into any social situation without assessing the room. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, you go into a restaurant, you want to sit down if you can going to a restaurant sit down <laughs> with these times you look at the room you try to find where in the world you can sit without something causing a problem right um so you have to be aware of your surroundings um we're prepared for anything you know we try well we try to mentally prepare for anything um but sometimes we just can't right you know, um, the other thing is, uh, we pack, <laughs> I've seen the meme of an autism parent in the backpack. It's like four this times. It's yes. like so full. 
It's yep. great. It's great. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like this that's why sometimes. minivans come into play and the whole back of the minivan is packed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I mean, my, oh, goodness. Yeah, the only reason mine is empty right now is because my husband has been using it to haul some lumber. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So, um, regardless of any of this, we all need some self care. Right. Um, that was something that is come up. I've, I've read this. I've seen this in so many things. Um, and I just, I, I don't know about you, but for a while, I just thought, you know, it's not for me. I, I don't have time for that. You know, um, find time. I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> um, I, went through a special training through my church recently and it was about helping being somebody to help others that are hurting and it was um one of the things that they talked about was self-care and there were two things that i took away from that that was so important um the first one was do not feel guilty for taking time for yourself i think is autism moms, we feel guilty if, if somebody says, oh, you need to take some time for yourself and you kind of think about it and you hope that you would. But then if you're away for any time, you're like, you feel so guilty for not being there and, right. and offering support and doing what you can for your kid. Right. Um, and then the other thing that they said was to schedule time, uh, to make sure you had that time scheduled. Um, and not to feel guilty if you had it on your schedule for like, you know, 3 p.m. on Friday and somebody calls you and says, hey, I need you to do this, this and this or whatever. Don't feel guilty to tell them no and say no because you need that time. Mm -hmm. You, know, you so. don't have to explain it either. You can just be like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's a couple of things that I'm going to try to put in my schedule and then I was thinking the two of us were thinking actually today we are going back and forth about our topic and um, we thought hey what are some of the things that we do that we could do that would help so what's something that you think of to do to kind of just chill and relax in a moment that I can't get away and I only have like five minutes, um, I'll slip and go take a walk um, and just eat a piece of chocolate real quick. Uh -huh. And then just come back and I'm in a whole different mind frame. And um, on that five minute walk, I compartmentalize. I literally block mm -hmm. everything out mentally. I go to what is known as my escape place. Mm -hmm. um, I have a favorite place that I go and I will not share it um, just because it's for me only. And if I share it, I feel like it's going to lose its, um, you're right. Right. Oh yeah. Specialness. Um, but if you find a place that literally, even if you're driving, you know, mm -hmm. driving sometimes real quick, they're in the car, it's going to be okay. They're in the car. They're in a controlled environment. It's okay to be like, okay, I'm going to go back into my special place, whatever it may be. It may be, um, imagining that your river, like fishing on a river or things like that. And just kind mm -hmm. of take that mental break and just yeah. put everything out, which is really hard as a mom. Um, oh, goodness, as a teacher yes. and a therapist, it was hard. 
Um, mm-hmm. But not as the level of you guys go through. <laughs> <laughs> I can always walk away from it because at the end of the day, it is a job. It's not mm-hmm. my blood. Um, yeah. I know for a long term, um, I actually like to four wheel. Um, I actually have one of my helmets. Um, it's pretty muddy. Um, <laughs> All right. Four wheel. Um, we actually go four wheeling to um, release some of those adrenaline rushes um, mm-hmm. that we're looking for to increase those endorphins. Yeah. Um, what do you do? <sighs> well, um, lately I've gone back to one. See, I'm a crafter. And so I do just about everything. I can sew, right. I can scrapbook, I can do that. But lately, one of the things, I can't sit and watch television without doing something because I feel like, you know, there's only right. certain times if I'm at home that I can sit and not have something in my hands or be doing something. Right. So I've taken up crocheting. This is one of the projects that I'm working on. It's a little bottle holder. It. Oh, um, it's so cute. Learning, I'm learning new stitches and stuff like that. And so... Right. um that's always fun to do. Um, I have a cricket, you know, learning to do different things with that. Um, you know, sometimes that can be, you know, that may not be something that people can do. Um, I don't, when people think self-care, they always think, Oh, I got to do something healthy. No, you don't. But if you think you do drink your water, (laughs) drink water, Um. get a special cup that makes you feel feel um, good when you look at it. I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan. And so I have my, you know, my baby Yoda, or baby Yoda species cup, whatever the child, the child, <laughs> that's what's the proper name of it. So it makes me happy when I look at my cup. There you go. So you find happiness yeah. in small moments. And I think that's really key mm-hmm. to life and key to help with the stress levels is to mm-hmm. find some of the small moment happiness to indulge in those happiness. And you're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, I know another thing that I do or that I should do more often, um, Nikki loves to paint her nails. I just did mine. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, just I need mine. to do mine. Maybe <laughs> next week I'll have mine done, but pick yourself up as, you know, a 99 cent bottle of mm-hmm. nail polish, exactly. you know, turn your favorite show on TV after the kids have gone to bed, watch it, you know, watch mm-hmm. that and Paint your nails. Paint your nails, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we both like tea, right? We do. I love Buy, our teas. Yeah, um, I'm partial to, and I didn't like this when I was there. I spent some time in South Africa, um, and I did not know, but I have learned to drink red rooibos tea. Yum. My friends in South Africa would be so proud of me that I actually <laughs> drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I drink... I drink, uh, I try to drink a cup of that every night to kind of relax, to help myself relax. I actually put some capaiba essential oil in it too, um, to just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, hop drinks. I once had a um, coworker that would, every time things got stressful, she'd bring me a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. And, uh, she was like, it, and you know, it kind of goes with that saying chocolate and, uh, coffee cure everything. They do. Um, I know we're both avid readers. We are. Um, and I've decided I need to read something other than our autism books. (laughs) We've been reading a lot of nonfiction lately. Um, 
So, um, I mean, I thought as a, so I have a degree in, um, so I have two, basically two degrees, but it's, you know, whatever. Um, I have enough credits. It was ridiculous. I'm an overachiever. Um, so I had, uh, one of my degrees, I have a history and I have a English, more of an English lit degree. Okay. And so like in one of our, you know, senior classes, they gave us this list of influential authors and stuff you should read. Right. I've tried to do some. So a while back, um, I picked up a copy of Anna Karenina by Lil, uh, Leo Tolstoy. Go to the library and grab a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have or you found anything Amazon. that... Oh, yeah. With what are you reading? Um, I'm actually reading a romance novel book. I don't have oh, it cool. with me. Um, but I'm reading... Oh, I do some of those too. I love the romance because I can just escape in a whole nother world and you literally block everything out and you just, you escape. Mm-hmm. And that's the key is finding those hobbies and those outlets. Mm-hmm. What else are you reading? Well, <gasps> I have the... <laughs> <laughs> so this book is actually White by Ted Decker and Kelsey's going crazy. <laughs> because she has my copy of black i still do (laughs) it's it's a series that i started on and i talked to kelsey about when she was at my house doing um aba therapy and i said here borrow the book and you know curtis had to read for what 20 30 minutes a day correct um and so it was like here read while he's reading because you can't i mean we can do stare at the kid yeah Um, (laughs) so um, yeah, I love to read, um, you know, some of the, some things that are kind of like fantasy. I mean, I've read The Hobbit and Leo and, uh, oh, The Lord of the Rings. I like to mm-hmm. challenge myself to read the books before I watch the movies. Um, I did one time with my kids and I haven't done it with my, um, with Curtis and Nikki yet, but, or I think we kind of did. Um, so I'm reading through the Chronicles of Narnia with them. So we'd read like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, right? And then watch the movie and compare the book and the movie, compare and contrast those two. It's kind of a fun activity to do. Um, I don't know when I do that, and the kids, if I if I am able to, they either snuggle up in my big king size bed with me, or on the couch with me to watch the movie. And you know, even though it may be. Sometimes we think that reading out loud, we get all the papers from school. Reading aloud to your kids helps them with their um, testing scores, blah, blah, blah. But it's also a good um, session. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. actually kind of self care for you and your kids at the same time. time. Right. It's that connection you can have with them. Yes. Um, and that's so amazing to be able to connect sometimes. Um, and to cherish, I mean, right now things have kind of slowed down so we can cherish those cuddle moments. Right. Um, which is just amazing. Um, another thing that, um, uh, another thing we can do is, um, uh, oh gosh, one of the things I was randomly thinking about because we were, um, I've been crocheting, been looking at lots of patterns. And my husband just built me this awesome china cabinet. I thought, 
you know what? Since we're all home, we can, and this could be self-care. If you love to cook and cooking is something that you really like, try a new recipe. Mm -hmm. And isn't cooking something that can be helpful for your autistic child? It can, because you're working measurements and things like that and talking, Mm -hmm. Um, working those nonverbal cues. That's I just bought my husband two new cookbooks um, just because we like to cook in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. It's our way of um, actually taking care of our own self, self self-care. And we're laughing and giggling and just creating those memories that, you know, Mm -hmm. we love it. Yeah. And then, um, ooh, uh, Terry says the boy who felt too much by Lorenz Wagner is a good one that she just read. I'm going to put that on my list because I'm all about (laughs) all sorts of books. (laughs) Um, yeah, my husband actually has to build me another bookcase because I have so many books. <laughs> I was telling a friend the other day that unpacking the books felt so good because it was like unpacking and seeing right. my friends <laughs> because there's just some of those books that you read that means so much to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, having books like that that you can pass on or read to your kids is something special that can be self-care and a way to connect with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, oh, cooking, I thought, well, you could also, you know, dress up really nice for dinner just because, yes, and use the fine china just because, yes, if you have it, you know, or role play, whatever, <laughs> you know, um, dress up as your favorite. How many times when we watched Leo and Stitch for the very first time, I got invited to a um movie night with mm-hmm. y'all with Curtis. And Curtis comes down and he's in his Lilo and Stitch. Yes. PJs. And I was like, let me guess. We're watching Lilo and Stitch. She goes, how'd you know? And, oh, <laughs> it made my day to this day. I harp on it. It's one of my favorite memories to tell. Um, but it's things like that because you go back. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is, the reason why we tell you about all these self-care is sometimes you need that time just to go back and be like, you know what what's a good thing that we did today oh yeah Mm -hmm. we did lilo and stitch and he came down and Mm -hmm. you focus on the good more than the negative or whatever is stressing Mm -hmm. you out yeah Um, yeah um one of the things that my one of the one thing that i like to do that is good mm -hmm. for me that has it's not only self-care but it's also kind of my um i don't know it helps me with my pain is i love to take i love to soak It is not, I mean, take an Epsom soap bath, Epsom salt bath. <laughs> I just soak. Just soak. One of my favorite things in the world is to soak and have a bowl of ice cream and a cup of hot tea. Oof. Life is good. <laughs> Life is good. So how do you, um, when you do relax, how do you shut off the, what's, what you're about to step next into? How do you step? How do you um, turn off the next step? How do you just live in the moment? It's really hard for me to do um, because it's it's hard to turn off that. Okay, what's next? What what are we gonna do? Right. Um, I know the one thing that I have. I mean, today I actually feel a whole lot better than I have in a long time because I actually slept until late thirty. <laughs> 
which is a shock. <laughs> um, you know, and having just being able to sleep and just sleep is amazing. Um, you know, if you're a mom with little ones, that's usually not the case. Naps are good though. Take a um, nap with your child. Yeah. But to actually to turn off and stuff, my brain, um, I like to do either read or work on a crochet pattern or something. But one of the things that, I mean, Derek and I, every night mm -hmm. we watch a couple of shows and lately we've been watching, we went through a police drama and then now we're watching something sci-fi ish, you know, sometimes putting ourselves into watching a scenario or a situation that is not where we live. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a currently, or I think it's still, there's a drama about autism on a major network and we had to turn it off because I mean, I, I, we couldn't watch it any longer because right. we lived it every day. day. Mm -hmm. It's the one, and it's so, the same one I was watching today, right? Yeah. 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 And I finally understood why you know those in the law enforcement field never watch shows they have to deal with the law enforcement you know or military personnel don't watch anything that has to deal with the military because they get it all wrong you know and or sometimes it's just the stress of yeah i've been there i've done that and i don't it's not entertaining to watch something you live no um i can't so watch finding for shows <laughs> Finding some appropriate, you know, finding appropriate right. entertainment um, is a great way um, for us to turn it off. Or we just start, we start going into the technicalities of how something is made, a movie is made or something. Hey, they did not like that right. They didn't, you know, the continuity right. and scenes and stuff like that. That's just something that we like to do. Um, but there's so many things that we just need to try. Right. to pick up and do um you know lewis and i research our favorite bands there you and go so we'll watch interviews and we'll just take a night and before we know it, it's two o'clock in the morning but we're mm -hmm. so immersed in listening to the music oh i like how he said that and we start talking and getting to know their person because sometimes we found out that we actually stopped listening to some music because we didn't like who they were Mm -hmm. off the stage and yeah. we just found some of that um another big one um i've found it comforting is to find comfort in my faith right um and just take that time and just to get to know the word and mm -hmm. no faith and just trust in him yeah um yeah all, I, you know yeah i know that you know a lot of times for you know it's very difficult to go back to church um right. in some areas you can't um, in some areas, like our church that we attend, um, has very, has to follow a very strict protocol for you to, to mm -hmm. attend, um, loving the fact that there is digital ways for us to do that. Right. You know, join a, a virtual Bible study or, right. you know, that can help. Um, I actually started, um, with my crocheting, you know. <laughs> I found a group, a magazine that I subscribed to, and they had a Facebook group, and all they talk about is crocheting, and it's positive. And that's that right. has been 
so uplifting in the midst of all the turmoil that's going on, you know, and right. Hey, it's great to scroll through some craft projects or something <laughs> instead right. of until you hear something breaking out about whatever it is <laughs> for five, five minutes. Look at, you know, the Facebook group on your, on scrapbooking or crocheting or what have you, right. you know, or in your group that you have that's, you know, for your church or a Bible study or whatever that you find that helps you um, to have those moments. Mm -hmm. That's what you got to do. And even if it is just five minutes, focus on that and, and find the positive. Find the positive. In other words, be kind and be um, have grace with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind mm -hmm. to yourself. That's a big one that I've, what, well, I don't know, I'm about to hit my 30s. I think mm -hmm. it took me this long to know how to be kind to myself and not be so yeah. hard. Mm -hmm. And I think once I started being kind to myself, I think that helped even with the kids being around the kids, it helped. It was allow yourself to be more jovial, to laugh a lot more, to laugh at, nah, that's just silly. We're not going to critique it or not going mm -hmm. to change that dynamic. Um, because as a therapist, it's hard to not overstep your boundary in changing the dynamic of the child, mm -hmm. but also in that personality, making sure that, hey, these are the mores of society. These are the rules of society. Let's find that gray area between the two mm -hmm. and figure it out. And there are some days where you just had to laugh. And I <laughs> yeah. love laughing. And you just laugh at anything and everything. You make jokes. Sometimes mm -hmm. if you can find the joke and it's somebody who confine, you can confine in, that's not mm -hmm. going to be like, oh, that's inappropriate. But sometimes you just got to joke about it. It's like, yeah. Dude. <laughs> you just gotta laugh at yourself laugh, yeah. you know and, and just be kind to yourself mm -hmm. and i know that in the moment as autism moms and stuff we can be a little bit oh it's so stressful <sighs> being somewhere in public and something happening but it's okay to come home and then afterwards kind of think about the event and instead of critiquing instead well i could do this this and this better to make this yeah just laugh at yourself just it's laugh. okay you know, some days you're going to get it and some days you aren't. Exactly. I remember teaching my very first time. Oh, it went kudunk. It was a <laughs> flunk. It was bad. I'm like, it sounded good on paper, but I was just like, no, all I could do was just laugh. And yeah. every time that's the, whenever I meet my new students or new kids, I mm -hmm. literally tell them about, look, I'm going to make mistakes. And let me tell you about this one time where I totally flunked uh -huh. my first teaching lesson. And, um, and it just creates that laughing moment because humor is the mm -hmm. best medicine. Mm -hmm. it really is. And sometimes even if your autistic kid is laughing about something that's not exactly funny, just laugh. Laugh with them. Yeah. Laugh with them. Yep. Because oh, I have found that because I remember working um, with some of my kids. Some of my kids would laugh and I would laugh with them. And then when they mm -hmm. stop laughing, I'm like, okay, so I laughed, you laughed. What was wrong with it? What, what, what would have been a better time? And so like we were able to like connect and just laugh mm -hmm. with it. And then later on, we'll just start even laughing even more and just turn to this whole giggle session. Um, but I the just thought it just, it just went. Yep. Um, yeah. Being yeah. flexible with yourself is key mm -hmm. too. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Getting a personal care assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being, a, I was actually a personal care assistant um, way before I became an ABA therapist. And right. um, I would watch, I was trained through the insurance and through my degree uh-huh. um, how to work with kids with autism. So I got hired on as a personal care assistant. So I would watch these two twins and these twins fed off of each other. Once you got one calm, the other one would go. And so normally you would have two PCAs there because right. they would separate it. Yeah. But it allowed the parents to go off for like four or five hours for a date night, knowing that when they came back, their babysitter was highly qualified. And I remember talking to them oh, that yeah. um, they, for the first time when they first went through it, they went through guilt of, I don't like this person because they're so-and-so. And mm-hmm. after a couple times of doing that repetition, they finally found the couple that actually would work right. with their family. And they're like, you know what? I don't feel as guilty because now mm-hmm. it works with my family. It works with our dynamics and our beliefs. And yeah, so you're allowed to be picky. You're very, you're allowed to wow. be picky. Um, yeah, and that's, and now I think um, we had a potential of having that through a waiver with um, the Medicaid program in South Carolina. I'm not sure if they have it here. You'd have to check with your state and don't be afraid to ask your um, Medicaid person, your caseworker, if if there's waivers and things like that for you, because it's needed, you know, it really is. So that's just a, just a few ways that you can get some self-care to help yourself out to kind of relax. Um, I know it's tough. It's, it's so tough to try to do it right now. Um, and this time, but you know, we can, we can do it. We can do it. Boundaries. Yeah. That's one of the things that, um, I, I, that came throughout that training that I thought was very interesting was that there's boundaries that you can set. I mean, it's hard to set boundaries with your kids. Right. I mean, if you've got toddlers, there's just probably not a whole lot you can do. Your privacy just goes out the door. Yeah. (laughs) But my kids, they're old enough. They can stay out of the bathroom. (laughs) You know, that's a rule. Stay out of the bathroom. Leave me alone. Right. (laughs) Um, But there are certain things in certain places. I mean, I guess for a therapist, that would be highly um, something that you would need to do would be to figure out your boundaries of what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say. Mm-hmm. There um, has been times. There's been times where I have said, hey, you know what? You need a time to cool down. I need a time to cool down. Let me model it. And I would just walk away and be like, okay, I'll be right back. Let me go to the car. Because there's been even times during teaching, during my planning mm-hmm. period, I would just go and get out my car. Just changing the scene. And just mm-hmm. walking away for a few minutes and coming back. Um, it's not that you're walking away from the problem. You're walking away to deflect and get your stress levels under control to go back. Right. Um, it's good for the kid to see that. That's yeah. when um, parents say, well, I don't want to show emotion. No, this is the right time to show emotion. Now that they need to know all about all the stress and the get goes about the traumas and everything going around. Yeah. No. No. Nah. But they can know that you are upset and be like, you know what? Let me go cool down. Let me show you how to handle yeah. it and model it. 
um, in itself is very relaxing because you get to take that time and just, mm -hmm. I need my time. Mm -hmm. um, and a kid will understand that. A kid will respect that. It doesn't matter if they're on a spectrum or not, severe or not. Yeah. They will totally understand that. Yeah. They will. That empathy yeah, I know. is there. Yeah, we've. I know that there are quite a few times um, that I have to tell Curtis, you know, go upstairs to your room, you know, go to your little hidey place. He's got a little room in his, um, right. under the stairs of his new loft bed. He can go in there and shut himself down or, you know, it used to be go get in your swing to calm himself down so that he didn't, um, you know, and I, I, you know, I knew I couldn't reason with him or anything. So it's go calm yourself down. And, um, then we could reason and go through with it. And he's even learned now to go do that by himself, which is a huge thing. Huge achievement. Congratulations. Huge. Um, huge. well, and that's one of the bigger, the other things is we've got to celebrate the small, tiny little things. <laughs> Uh, the tiny achievements that nobody else can see or really matter to anybody. But they matter to you. And that's yes. What We've got to celebrate them and, you know, maybe start a journal and write those things down on such and such a date. Yeah. Um, Learn to actually, do this. Um, I bought this a long time ago. It says sunshine makes me happy, but um, bought this a long time ago. And here is all different kind of memories. My kids have actually written in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like the, like what they found successful. So when I'm having a hard mm -hmm. day, I just flip back through it and I'd be like, you know what? This is why I do what I do. This is why yeah, it's cool. It is cool. It's called a memorabilia, I think, or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah. They actually, actually recommend it. When I went through all my trainings, they actually recommend it for therapists and teachers to have something like wow. that. that. You could just pull out on a really mm -hmm. hard day and just be like, you know what? Yeah. And that's why I scrapbook. I scrapbook. Yeah. So I can well, give them the same kind of memories. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures of the days that, you know, we had a lot of fun or we did something cool. Right. Um, putting them down and, and, you know, recording those memories. Um, it's good for us. That's self-care. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's so many things that can be self-care to help people, uh, to help you just escape and kind of bring that cortisol level down <laughs> running's another one working out oh yeah well, there's a whole different one just whatever makes you happy yeah exactly i physically can't do that so have fun running <laughs> i will <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna walk <laughs> thanks <laughs> oh goodness well i hope that uh this conversation tonight has spurred anybody um, on to remember to do something that will help them bring that stress level down. Right. Um, and just to, just to kind of chill just a little bit. I know it's hard, but we can do it and it's going to be beneficial in the long run. So um, if there are any other topics you would like us to talk about, please email us at info at myspectrumlife.com. Um, or any comments that you might have. Um, where can they find us on social media? They can find us on facebook.com backslash my spectrum life, instagram.com backslash my spectrum life, and twitter.com backslash my spectrum life with the number one. Awesome. Well, we hope that this uh, has been helpful for y'all tonight and uh, or whenever you have a chance to listen to it, if it's just or watch. <laughs> 
I always forget that. Um, but um, as we say, with a whole lot of faith, love, and a bunch of fidget toys, and maybe a little self-care in there, <laughs> we'll make it. We will make it. Thanks, everyone. Bye.